0: LivingItUp.org. Now here's Scott and Teresa. And this is Living It Up while beginning again. It is. I'm Scott, along with my lovely wife Teresa. Hello. And we're just awesomely happy. Awesomely, is that yeah. a word? Yeah, it, it is, is today? now. it is now. It's now a word. Awesomely happy to have you with us today. We are. And today is Testimony Tuesday.
1: Today is birthday Eve for somebody oh, it is in birthday this room. Eve. Yes. And the person I'm talking about does not have four legs. Well, that would be you. <laughs> Not Troy. You always blame everything on Troy.
0: No, no, I'm blaming Troy that I'm getting older, so yeah. I, he used to get blamed for that also. Happy so. birthday, honey. Well, thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, we've got a great show today. Again, as we've already mentioned, it's Testimony Tuesday, and honey, there's a beautiful woman just sitting across from us. Who is that? That's Carrie. You- hey, it's Carrie. <laughs> Hello. Carrie Bearden Caps, my dear friend from high school, and she's joining us today. As most of y'all already know, we're, we're going to talk about grief today. And This is not to be a downer. This is to be an upper yeah, because uh, we want to address this with the holidays approaching. And we've invited Carrie, number one, because we love her. Number two, she's been um, so good to us and is such a giver and, and just an encourager. And for me, she's really been there for me um, since I lost my mom in April. Mm-hmm. And combined with my grief and her grief of many, many years and going through all of those stages and all of those firsts, and then of course, you and you, you losing your mom after having been raised by a single mom. We just think that the Lord has uh, shown us that we can bring a lot of things to the table, a lot of wisdom that he has given us to help mm-hmm. our listeners through what can be a very difficult time. It did not have to be. I mean, we'll tell you why and we'll tell you how. Yeah. So thank thank you, Carrie, for being here. Pleasure. Yeah. yeah. And so Scott and I are just going to take this time and toss back and forth between all of us. And um, so she's she's not nervous. She's doing really good. She's all prayed up. She got it earlier than we did, honey. Prepare for this. That's bad. <laughs> that's bad. But, no, that's good. And um, she looks really cute with her headphones on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, Carrie, I want you to describe um, your relationship with your mom. Um,
2: what was she like, and when did she pass away, and how? Well, God gifted me with a great mom. Yes, she did. Uh, blessed very well by that. Um, of course, I was the typical teenager, rolled my eyes at my mother. Thankfully, she forgave me. <laughs> uh, my senior year, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, and uh, subsequent years, she was uh, 39. And she passed away when she was 48. Um, It had recurred several times. She was almost in the clear at the five-year mark, and it had come back. And during about that time, I had gotten married, and um, my husband and I, after it came back the second time, we decided we wanted to start a family so that she could be a grandmother. Mm -hmm. And that gave her renewed hope, even though it came back again. She was valiant and courageous Mm -hmm. and... Uh, really gave her something to look forward to. It gave her a mission to live for. Yes. Um, so, while, uh, after giving birth to our son Chase, um, my mom, after just having dealt with um, chemotherapy and all the things that come with that, um, came over and brought me salads and vegetables and <laughs> cared for me when she could barely walk up the stairs. Um it's quite remarkable. She was a true giver. Um, Mm -hmm. always put others above herself and had just unconditional love in the truest form. She was a love does person. She, um, showed everyone in her family and, um, everyone she knew about Mm -hmm. how much she cared. She had a very easy manner with that, um, putting others above herself. So, uh, our son was two and a half when my mother passed away and it was a very challenging time. Um, for me and for my family. And um, I was very elated when she passed because her body was not functioning, wasn't, um, she wasn't able to communicate very well and her body was ravaged by cancer. Mm -hmm. And it was um, very painful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but through it all, she was courageous and loving, even when she couldn't walk, she couldn't get out of bed. We could climb up in bed with her and she'd scratch our back, mm-hmm. worry about our headache, mm-hmm. um, care for us. And so to have her be out of pain when she did pass was a very strange elation period because mm-hmm. I knew that she was made whole again. I knew that I would see her again. Mm-hmm. And I knew that she was made whole perfect and again. So um, that was a saving grace.
1: Um, you know, just listening to you, I realized, <clears throat> Carrie, your mom has been gone as long as you've been, you know, half of your life. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. Uh, I, you know, I remember your mom and we went to Hawaii together. Oh yes, yeah. And that, as y'all can see, that picture, of fly, you know, flying on your iPhone right now, <clears throat> your computer. That's that was us. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I wish you have told me that I had, a, I was a little doughy looking, Carrie. But that's all right.
0: <laughs> we had, a, we had a great time,
1: and, and I remember your mom as just being so kind and. And just so sweet, and you've you've taken after her. I see Thank so you. much of, of your mom and in you, and it's like you were saying earlier when we were off, you know, uh, recording, that back then, you know, we didn't really know, you know, we were so into mm-hmm. us, we were so into to our life, and you know, for me, I would have to say that back then, that had to be what had to be difficult. In another regard, was that all of us had our moms. Yes. And, you know, we had three friends that ha- did not have their dads. Yes. I don't know if you've thought about that. Yes. And so here you were, I think, the only one of our group that didn't have your mother in some very crucial, at a very crucial time in your life when all mm-hmm. these things were unfolding in, in your life and in Brett's life. Thank God she was here for your wedding and your first uh, mm-hmm. child, but that's not where it stops. No. So you, you've you uh, got a lot of life experience in this area that those of us now are really coming to understand and go, man, I had no idea. You probably were in so much pain. Yes.
0: Well,
1: and I'm sorry about that.
2: Yeah. Well, it, mm-hmm. it's, it all works out. It all works out.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in Philippians 1, 3, it says, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you.
1: Aw, that's true, honey. And that's what it means. It does. Know? Yes.
0: Thank you, Lord, for the, the memories I have of my mom. Yeah, you know? my,
2: my mother is interwoven in my mm-hmm. most inner being. So Absolutely. even though at 26 years she's been gone, mm-hmm. she's never left me for That's an right. instant. Um, uh, there's never a day that goes by that I don't remember her, that I don't recall her, that I don't seek her wisdom, that I can't look around and know that she's with me. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, let's let's just quickly, just all of us address that. My grief is only been since, um, help me out, honey, April. What's wrong? April, yeah. In, um, you know, for, even for right now, I'll go along and I'll I'll be just fine. And then the other day, I woke up and there there it came, and I just I just stopped and went, okay, Lord, what what's this about? And I just go with it. I don't know where it came mm-hmm. from. I was I was home by myself, but I've learned to just go on and, and and go through that with the Holy Spirit, not resist it, but you know, with His assistance, go on and just feel it, because those feelings are not going to kill me. And I'm, I've learned that. I lost my dad, you know. In uh, 2005, and so this is still—it's uh, different this time because Dad went suddenly, and Mom—Mom's was drawn out. Mm-hmm. So, um, still fairly new for me, but for me, that's what I'm experiencing right now. And anybody that's listening, that's had a recent loss like that, is when those times come, just go on and go through them because if you don't, it's just going to prolong it, and mm-hmm. it will eventually come back. And and you know, sometimes I might be driving down the street, full hair and makeup, I'm on my way to to the day, of the meeting, and there it comes, and I just let it come mm-hmm. and who you know wherever i'm going if they don't want to look at me they can just turn their head because i had to do that because i don't want it to come back later i want to try to do this the best i can and be healthy about it because i can't control it it just is it is what it is mm-hmm. so when any, again anybody listening that's where i am in the process and then with you your mom's been gone but you you were raised by single moms i mean she was you're everything
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, she was i mean uh, I know Carrie, you've told us too, you know, and I know you're going to explain more how, how much your mom meant to you, but my mom was my hero.
2: Yes. No you. doubt about it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, she was the man and the woman and the mother of, of, uh, of for myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a little bitty thing. She's only five foot one and a half, kind of like someone else I know. Troy? Um, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Teresa. And uh, but I tell you, when she said something, she grew to be about eight foot tall because of how much I respected her. Yes. And I rolled my eyes at her, and I talked back to her <laughs> like I like all teenagers do, you know. But when I remember when I was graduating from high school, she came up to me and hugged me and said, "You never gave me any problems. Mm-hmm. You've always been just great, you know." And I'm thinking, That's a
2: mother's love. Remember those love. times?
1: When... <laughs> mm, that is a, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a mother's a, love. But
0: that's an unconditional love mm-hmm. that that I believe only a mother can show. Nothing against you dads, even me, but that's an unconditional love that only a mom can really show their children. Mm -hmm. And that's a great relationship because what does it say, honey, in the scriptures, Uh, what what God is to us?
1: Yeah, he's like a mother to us. Exactly right. He'll comfort us like a mother. When that scripture came up last night, I was like, wow, I didn't even know that was in there in Isaiah.
0: Yeah, and when God says that, he'll comfort us like a mother.
1: Uh
0: Man, that lasts forever, just like God's love, you know? And so, uh, it was yeah, so, and when, it was
1: just so appropriate for our topic today. And, and my you know. mother
0: had cancer as well, and she died uh, um, a year after she was diagnosed and, and uh, lung cancer and, and spread everywhere. And so I, I saw the suffering you're talking about mm-hmm. and, and having to carry her off the couch and, you know, to the restroom just to, she yes. couldn't even go to the restroom. I had to carry her.
2: I did the same. Yeah,
0: and so it's Isaiah
1: sixty six thirteen. Yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. in case some, somebody wanted to know that.
0: Isaiah sixty six yeah, thirteen. Yeah, because I will
1: comfort you. I will comfort you there as a as as a little one who is comforted by its
0: mother. Yeah, yeah. But I know what you're talking about. You know, when my mother was about to pass, um, she was in such pain. Yes, it was horrible. Mm. And and of course, I didn't want her to leave, but I didn't want her to stay here and suffer either.
2: You find yourself being, uh, feeling a little selfish.
0: A little bit, yeah, okay. because you know you're thinking, well, you know, it's not really a burden, you know, but but it's just like, man, I don't know how much more I can I can take, you know, seeing my mom like this, you know.
2: Well, and selfish too, wanting them to stay.
0: Oh gosh, you yes, wanting I mean, I, them to I, stay I,
2: because you just can't bear the loss. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, and so you know that that memories of when she passed and uh, it is of course in my memory bank forever. It's like he it was yesterday. Even though it was 26 years ago for you, 17 years ago for myself, Still feels- and eight months ago for Teresa, it seems like yesterday. But what really comes in my mind, what you're about to discuss with us, is the memories, yeah, the yes. great memories I had of my mom. Yeah,
2: even in the terrible times mm-hmm. when I had to give my mother a shower. She didn't have a stitch mm-hmm. of hair on her head. Yeah. She was embarrassed that I would be taking her in and out of the shower. Mm-hmm. And I'd look at her, I'm like, why mom mm. why why I, I'm honored mm. honored to fulfill your requests it's, mm-hmm. it's never a burden yes you know like the the story with a uh, rabbit that gets all his hair rubbed mm-hmm. off he's real and that was yeah. what's on my mom's headstone is because she was very real mm-hmm. all the parts are gone none of mm-hmm. those things matter none of them truly matter in this life anyway mm-hmm. and She was real and everything she experienced in in real love. And so, yeah, even those memories, as painful as they are, are gratifying to know that he equipped me Mm -hmm. with what I needed to take care of her. That's right. And he does. He does graces
1: for what we've got to do. You look back and go, how did I do this? And that's Mm -hmm. that by the grace of God that we so loosely say all the time, that's exactly what it looks like.
2: Yeah, Yeah. prior prior to her death, I um, chose her. Uh, burial site and everything yeah. while she was still here. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I reflect back on some of those things. It's how did I? Mm-hmm. How in the world? Mm-hmm. Well, he just equipped. Well,
0: because you step out of yourself and mm-hmm. you think about, you know, God just gives you that strength. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when my mother was you know, diagnosed and was dying of cancer, I didn't really have a relationship with God. But God was there with me. I look back today and I know he was guiding me because some of the things that went on, that now I look back and it strengthens my relationship with him. Yes. You know, and I remember uh, one time my mom was sitting there and, and we were sitting at the coffee table. She was so sweet, you know, and uh, and she was patting my hand. and and uh, I'm Go ahead, honey. I won't be able to get through this one.
1: That's <laughs> okay. Yeah. She,
0: looked, she looked at me and she uh, patted my hand and she said, you know, you're the greatest man I've ever known. Aw. And I looked at her and I said, you know, Mom, I said, you brought me into this world. Mm-hmm. I said, it's an honor to see you into the next.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. And so, you know what? That's what our moms mean to us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Carrie, I just want you to kind of discuss with us. Just some of the memories.
1: Well, I, w- I would know. like for her to start. I want to yeah. go back here just a little bit because I want to yeah. remember who we're talking to as our audience. I want yeah. you to, to start with the first holidays. That's where we're at now. That's Somebody's right. going to yeah. be going through their first Thanksgiving without their mom, Christmas after
2: that. Let's talk about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you
2: remember? Yes, I do remember. We have a very strong uh, family unit. unit, and my dad and my stepmom took all of us. My brother and his wife, and my husband and I, and our son, and we went to San Antonio to see the Parade of Lights, and mm. he knew that we just, he wanted to get us out of town, and we kind of made that a new tradition for mm-hmm. many years mm-hmm. of just taking Thanksgiving and going away as a family, mm-hmm. um, and, it, and it really helped, and you know, when Christmas came, we knew that it would be a challenge, and I just kind of succumbed to it, and I had at that point built up a pretty good wall around myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really want to let anyone in, except for my son, uh, because he was too young not to know how to deal without mommy being very attentive.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Um, and So that was a bit of a challenge. It was a, a hardship on my family, because I wasn't the normal person they'd been accustomed to, mm-hmm. because I kind of went, I fell apart about six weeks after my mom died. I kind of got past the elation part of her being out of pain and suffering and kind of dealt with the reality and we had talked about that before she passed and how I would be able to hear her and know she was there and so we had some conversations about the breeze and the wind and wow um, whenever I'm in need of her without fail she'll let the trees blow and Aww. when the wind is perfectly still and you know i just really feel like there's a million miracles a day mm. to be had that people who have gone communicate with you and let you know that they're with you all the time sure uh, you just have to be a little willing to pay attention mm-hmm. so yeah. um you know got through that christmas and got through her first birthday mm. and the why we remember the anniversary of their death? I'm not really sure, but right. that's kind of a, just these milestones, mm-hmm. and um, you know, life goes on. You want the world? You actually would love to shout yes. and tell everybody, just stop, yeah. stop! I don't want to be at the bank. I don't want to give out another death certificate. <laughs> I don't, and, and why I are don't y'all still, want to do anything. Yeah, why are y'all still living? Uh, like yes. nothing's happened to I mean, me. Like nothing's happened. You just want the world to just stop and pay mm-hmm. attention. But that's not how it works.
1: Yeah. Well, with yeah. we're, we're talking about the holidays here. And for, for me, coming up with Thanksgiving, coming up, um, and, yeah, my mom passed from complications from Alzheimer's, and so there were a lot of memory issues. But... You know, because of your schedule and you Mm -hmm. being at your uh, restaurant on Thanksgiving, I would go and spend all that time with my mom before we went to the big family thing at noon. So I'm not going to be doing that this year. So that's going to be kind of odd. It will be. You know, and so um, talking about traditions, that's going to change a little bit. And so, um, because I have a lot of time now in the morning before I'm at my cousin's at 12 o'clock. For the first time, I'll have all this time.
2: Well, you've alluded to, and I think you should just um, concentrate on your good grief. Mm-hmm. If you wake up that morning and you feel like you just want to climb in bed and cry and get a t- then just kind of go with it and compose yourself when you're ready. Yeah. And pray about how to get yourself ready and just move forward. I don't I don't think you should expect, I like to tell people for a while, don't expect a whole lot from yourself. Just, yeah. just, mm-hmm. just learn to mm-hmm. just deal with it. Yeah.
0: Or and from we, others. Don't expect a whole lot from others as well. Yeah, I mean, that's, you yeah, know, exactly. Yeah.
1: And, then, and with Alzheimer's being so so huge right now, and that's another mm-hmm. podcast that we want to do. Anybody listening that, go, that you know, some family members can just blow that off. If she's not going to know that I'm there anyway. Oh, oh yes, she will. Oh, yes, she will. And the thing about with me was, um, what would my mom have done? My mom would have been there for me mm-hmm. regardless. It was an honor to be there and spend time with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, anybody listening that's going through that, that, uh, yeah, go, go on and go. Go on and go, and you will be so so blessed. And uh, just just watch his or her expressions when you walk in. You'll know, she knows, he knows it's you and
0: mm-hmm. that you're there.
1: Absolutely. We're human beings. You know, we thrive on other human beings' uh, presence.
0: You know, even, um, you know, you look back at the cross, you know, when Jesus was on the cross, you know, and how important, you know, I'm sure and how consoling it was for him to look down and see his mother and Mary Magdalene, and to see John, mm-hmm. just to know someone's there. Yes, you know, I mean, yes, he's Lord of the Universe, and yes, he's the Creator of everything, but he's also he's also man, you know, and human. And I'm sure looking down and seeing John, and that someone's going to be able to take care of his mom, man. I'm sure it comforted Christ. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. having someone with us, and and you know when we are going through grieving, and or when we're we're, we're even passing away, or we're, you know are sick, you know what? Don't don't, you know, shove that off as a, well, that's no big deal. It is a big deal. You don't have to say a word. All you have to do is sit there, hold their hand, and just say, you know what, man, I'm here for you. Well,
2: it's a basic okay. need of a relationship. Yeah,
0: just being there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean But
1: I wanna ask you though, we're uh-huh. talking about how traditions have changed. That's what's gonna change for me as long mm-hmm. as far as traditions. What what changed for you after your mom passed?
0: Traditions oh,
1: traditionally.
0: <laughs> my mom was like a little elf. I mean, yeah. our apartment. I mean my mom and I grew up in this little apartment and which we, we thought was a mansion, you know. But, Your but mom, she, you
1: said, you mom and you grew up. That was cute. Yeah, we did.
0: But we did. We grew <laughs> we up did, together. We did. Because, you know, my, my mom had never worked, really. And it was a house, a house you know, stayed at the house, and a homemaker. And, and after my dad um, and she sped up when I was very young, I mean, she had to learn a whole new life. She had to start growing up and, and mm. working and working two jobs. And, and I was working, you know, and just, just to make ends meet. But, man, Christmas. Like I said in the podcast before, she would... You know, every year she would go and get a, a refinance her car so she could have a great Christmas for myself and <laughs> my two brothers. And we never knew. I mean, we struggled and barely ate the whole year. And then all of a sudden we had a thousand presents under the tree. And uh, that's one thing that really changed for me. And, and Teresa knows, you know, that how important Christmas is to me.
1: Yes.
0: You know, and I think that I know that has to do a lot with my mom because I know how special that time was for her. And that instilled in me. Mm-hmm. how special Christmas is, you know, just mm-hmm. to be with family and to show each other how much we love each other, which well, we pray that that happens 12 months out of the year and not just one.
1: Uh, well, well, Carrie, I want to ask you, um, did, did being with other grieving people help you?
2: No, not really. for me. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I think, I think you have to kind of know the person that you are. Mm-hmm. I have always been one that requires time alone. Mm-hmm. And time to myself to recharge my batteries, um, just alone time. My brother, on the other hand, is very, very social, as you know, Mr. Social Butterfly, and he really fed off um, being around others. Of course, he and I fed off each other. Having to go through that together m- meant the world. Of course, uh, we've always been, been close, so close. Yeah. and yeah, it really uh, strengthened our relationship together. Um, but no, and my mom and I would talk about things like that. There are certain people that it does and she was one that would need counseling and she seeked, seeked, mm. is that right word? <laughs> <It's>, anyway, <Saute. laughs> uh, sought, Saute? Saute. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> she sought counseling for um, for dealing with the whole uh, cancer and, and having to go through chemotherapy and radiation again and again and yeah. whether she could or she couldn't mm. and mm. that helped her in a counseling, counseling <laughs> situation. She would ask me if I Wanted to do that, and I said, I I don't think I don't think so. I I didn't, you know. So I think it's up to the individual. There are people who thrive on discussing that early on. I love discussing it after I've dealt with all of that. If that makes sense, um, as painful as it is, I think it's important to reach back in and um, use those tools to try to help my friends. Absolutely. Um,
1: so. What was it we heard hmm. that in the sermon Sunday? You you have a story that
2: somebody out there is
1: just waiting to hear. That's yes. right. And that's today. Yes. How about you, honey? Well, like, uh, being with other grieving people help you. With you know, again, we're still all new at this, but in some ways it helped us. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, it, I don't know because we we just we're sharing stories, you know, with dad and then. Um, the only th- only holiday that we've really experienced so far has been um, Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And we didn't do a whole lot of talking, but we did communicate. But yeah. during Mom's death and the planning and all that, I did find uh, some comfort in some way just of us being together. So, but we're all girls. I don't know. It yeah. that might be different. What about you?
0: Well, I'm a people person, and so I, I you know, um, it really comforted me, especially my mom's funeral. Uh, to see two brothers that I knew, they were fraternity brothers of mine who were actually brothers, drive hours, and I didn't even know they knew my mom passed away, and drive up to the funeral home, and then they are standing in the front just waiting to greet me.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: I mean that that's just something yes. like, man, you know. What? I
2: must say that, that the funeral was something. extremely comforting to yeah. me yeah. for my mom because not even everyone could get in the chapel, and they were yeah. all yeah. standing outside, and her her life meant so much <laughs> to so many. Mm-hmm. Right. Not just me, Well, she was so young, Carrie. <laughs> yes, she was. How old was your mom? She was 38, uh, excuse me, 48, yeah, that is 39 young. when she was diagnosed, and 48, which is so young back in the day is a very long time mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the kind of breast cancer um, she had had. Yeah. Well,
0: she was a warrior, that's oh, yeah. for sure, mm-hmm. but yeah, that, but that's what I, I felt, you know. But you know, when I was alone, when I would get alone, um. I would also, that would give me a time to really cry mm-hmm. and to really grieve. Yeah, But being with others would, you know, almost, you know, you would laugh because, you know, you would think of the memories. Mm-hmm. But as time went on and as time goes on, that's really all I can remember mm-hmm. about my mom is the great and awesome memories. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, everyone has struggles, and everyone had fights with their parents, or whatever. Oh. Well, I can't remember any of that. You know what I mean? It's just these great memories of how awesome she is, and I know Carrie by looking in your eyes. You know, just the great memories you have of your mom. Well, so how awesome. I do you? How
2: do you remember uh, each her each holiday? Well, mm-hmm. I always make her infamous cowboy cookies, <laughs> and her uh, peanut butter butterscotch rice krispies, mm, and yummy. I and I always save a giant ziploc baggie for my brother. Mm-hmm. Because I, I make them and my family just, you know, and at first they're like, "What are these?" I'm like, you, you have to, you have to experience the peanut butter and butterscotch with the Rice Krispies. It's to die for. Oh yeah. And then you can't stop eating them. So I take them. <laughs> I always take them to work for my brother, or not even holidays, but if I'm feeling a little melancholy or really mm-hmm. missing her, because there are certain stages of your life you go through that she really comes to light and yeah. and you just really miss her. I I, I miss the word saying mom. I, I missed saying mom. And occasionally, yes. crazy as I am, I talk to Jesus in my car out loud. Mm-hmm. Call him mom. And I call my mom. And I'm like, Hey mom yeah. You know, hey mom, how are you? I just want to hear it from my yeah. lips. Yes. Absolutely. And so, you know, there are things like that you just don't realize that you miss. Yeah. But yes, I love making her cookies. I have her recipe card in my window, in my oh, kitchen cool. at home, because I love seeing her handwriting. She mm. comes to life on the page.
1: Aww. Yeah. Well, you know, last Christmas I wore my dad's Christmas sweater. Yes, Remember you did. that? My dad's got this cool Norway sweater from Norway that he had, and I wore it. And, when i walked in i thought this you know i, I thought i wonder how this is going to be taken but um everyone was like that's papa's sweater i go yeah it is it, i really feel cool wearing it it was so special and they were that's just cool. embracing yeah you, you need you need you to rock that wearing sweater it, <laughs> it was yeah. fun he didn't i don't i didn't he didn't wear earrings and things that i had on that he did not wear the earrings and things like i did with it but i did make no. it kind of girly so accessorized yeah, yeah. but it, it looked really good i know
0: it was special and and when we walked in with her family, I mean, it was special for her sister, her sisters to see that, and because it automatically, they thought of their dad. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. You know did, what I mean? Did you
1: have one that you did? That well, you I didn't did have, have,
0: have a sweater have. my mom. Well, <laughs> no.
1: But, how do you remember your mom? On I was five
0: times as big as she was.
1: I know one because we have a lot of things from your mom that you, oh, yeah. you like when we start decorating the your house. Where is such and such? That's my mom's.
0: Yeah, I mean, my mom painted these little elves, and she wrote Scott on the bottom of them, and, and the date, you know, 1976, and, and I remember one she did, you know, it says Scott, you know, it's a Santa Claus in 1972, and, and you know, and, and just little things she did um, uh, that I still have, the wise men that she painted and made, she, you know, my mom mm-hmm. loved to sculpt and paint, and so we still have those, and so every time I pull them out, man, I go, huh, mom,
2: mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. yeah there was a christmas ornament that my mom left for um uh, my son chase um and it was a guitar cool! Oh. and she wrote here we go yeah sorry yeah. she wrote okay. on the back of it you're the song of my heart i love that and the first christmas after she was gone he and i were laying in bed just talking and he's i said what do you want for christmas son just two and a half years mm. old and he said I want to save some money. And I said, money? Why would you want to save money? I didn't realize you would know what that was all about. And he said, so I can buy a rope. And I said, okay, mm-hmm. buy a rope. So I can throw it up to heaven and bring nanny back.
1: Oh, man. So the
2: insight even of a young person and the impact, I think, that yeah. a person can make on so many people. Yeah.
0: The mouth
1: is the so great. Mm-hmm. So great. That's wow. powerful.
0: That's awesome. So every
2: name. Christmas, it's a challenge to get out some of those things. My mom, too, signed the back and dated yeah. the back. and But they're just, they're great tears. Mm-hmm. That's they the good are. grief. That's it good is. grief. That's good grief. It's awesome.
0: It's, it's awesome grief. tears, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, you like know, we were talking about how holidays are draining. Yes. You know, yes. just holidays in general, you know. Mm-hmm. And, gosh, I wish I wouldn't like that. I wish we could all sit back and just enjoy them instead of trying to, do everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but grief. grief grief does compound it, you know? Um, how, how, did, how did and how do you take care of yourself so you can handle those tough moments when they do come out of nowhere? Yeah.
2: Me personally, I go on a lot of walks. Yeah. Mm. That's served me well. Well, you have life. a great place to do that. Well, it's always mm-hmm. even, you know, monument, monumental moments when kids leave for college and they've always been at home or whatever it is. I have almost like an anxiety. Mm-hmm. And many times I would miss my mom or feel um, just like I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I would just open the door, out I'd go, and come back 30 minutes later. And I seemed to have a little bit better perspective.
1: A mm-hmm.
2: um, little alone time, a little quiet time.
1: It's so true. And, and yeah. really what's happening is we're getting refilled by the Holy Spirit. Yes, He's refilling us to go in there and, and, and keep going. That's what's happening. You, yeah. know, you just need that quiet, that peace, and He just feels fills us back up.
2: Well, I think he wants us to be healthy about it. I think he wants us to realize that he's there with us to deal with it with us because he knows exactly what we're experiencing Mm -hmm. and to choose things. um, Go for a walk. Speak with a loved one. Cry it out. No. Yes. Yes, and just just know what it takes to get through that.
1: Give yourself permission to just. This year is not like the other years, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say no, and don't feel bad about it. Those of you out there that are people pleasers and mm-hmm. and uh, that you know are not don't like confrontation, it's okay. This is a year that you need to take care of yourself, and that's also practically speaking, get get good rest. You know, watch what you eat with all the parties and everything that that goes on, and, and just be good to yourself. Yeah give yourself a break.
0: And eat know. Rice crispy with peanut butter and <laughs> butterscotch. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. What about you? I mean, how how do you feel like you handle um, these tough moments when they come during the holidays? Because you are cinnamon, the king of sentiment. <laughs> you are.
0: I, you know, I, I mean, um, I'll talk to you about it. You do. You know, and um, and but, you know, when I'm, I have a long drive to work and back. And so, you know, there's times, you know, during the holidays I'll cry.
1: Mm-hmm just me and her yeah yep. that's
0: okay nothing wrong with that you know and it and comes in a
1: lot of it's got a lot of different faces it does but you it's know different what for everybody
0: but but you know it really comforts me now especially now that i know jesus and and uh that how he can comfort me personally and and just know that uh that he understands mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he understands you know and um he wants us to uh shed those tears and he wants us to shed those tears of joy and happiness in grieving yeah you know he right. did he did the shortest, the,
2: the, ooh, the shortest <laughs> the, yeah
0: the shortest verse in the bible is jesus wept mm-hmm. it is and so th- that's there for a reason
2: mm-hmm. absolutely so.
1: well carrie um again you've got a lot of years at this yes and you wouldn't know that by looking at her which y'all can tell by the picture um, how do you see that your grief has changed over these 26 years?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it's, uh, it's very intense in the beginning, and it comes on very intently. And then you learn as time goes by, it, you never don't miss that person. Mm-hmm. You just kind of learn how to live with it. And so That's you true. take those moments and those treasures of time and all the gifts and all the memories... And it really fills you up. So you don't find yourself... I don't find myself weeping as much for my loss Mm. as I'm just so stinking grateful that God blessed me with the mother he blessed me with. Yeah, that's right. And those kinds of feelings, just, I'm just so thankful. Mm -hmm. And I think it takes a while to get there. In my personal relationship with Christ, it took a lot of growing up for me to understand that. Sure. in all things be thankful, even in the worst of those times, Mm -hmm. because my mom mirrored that very well. Mm -hmm. And she'd always say, don't blame him. Suffering Mm -hmm. is just a part of life Mm -hmm. and and certain things. So, you know, and and that takes you to a really good place, but there's not a milestone in your life that will ever go by that you do not want to share with your mother. That's right. And so, in your quiet moments, just like you speak to Jesus, you can you speak to her. Mm-hmm. You still have a relationship. I will always have a relationship right. with my mom. That's sweet. So, yeah, that that's kind of how I deal. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, and plus, you know, your mother lives on. Yes. Mm-hmm. In your brother, in you, uh-huh. you know, I'm sure there's some things during the seasons, or you know, your brother might go, "Gosh, I look like mom," when you just did that, yeah. or I wish you'd be more like mom," you know. I mean, my brother Quinn says that to me. He goes, gosh, you have a lot of mom in you. (laughs) You
2: My brother says that too. He said, and he'll say very kind things. He'll say, you are very much like our mom, maybe a little stronger, (laughs) but very kind and loving things because he is a very, my brother's a very soulful person. Mm -hmm. You know that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's a sweetie. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, well, the character that our, our mothers leave with us, you know. Um, that's what's awesome. They never leave,
2: mm-hmm. okay. and
0: and that can be passed on to your grandson now, and to your to your daughter, and and you know what I mean. It can be just it, it never leaves. It's just it generational. Mm-hmm. It just keeps on going.
2: Yeah, because my daughter, mm-hmm. when um, she started developing musical ability and mm-hmm. theater and art, I'm a numbers person. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I don't know how to do those things. I draw stick people, <laughs> and she started developing all these things that were gifts from my mother, and they never met. Mm. Mm, So it's, you know, it's very cool to see how it just, it does, it repeats itself. And it's a gift that lives inside you that you pass on to generations. Yeah. That's Mm. awesome.
1: Well, dad, again, has been gone since 2005. Mm -hmm. And for me, just the way it's changed for me from a more of a spiritual standpoint was, you know, my mom and dad have the gift That they lived their whole life for no gift that they could have ever received here on earth
2: right and that
1: is to be with the lord and that's where they are now
2: yes and that's Mm -hmm. what they lived their whole
1: life for and so that strengthens me that gives me hope and realizing that you know when it hits close to home like this you start really thinking about that more your own mortality your your own future um that's one of the biggest eye openers for me but um, that helps me to just realize, you know, again, they've got the greatest gift of all now and uh, better than any gift I could have ever given them.
2: That, uh, it yeah. really makes me smile because I had the opportunity to see your parents and to see the love they had for one another and for their children and for mm-hmm. the Lord. I mean, they modeled that so very well. They Thank were you. such fine, fine people Thank you. and great examples. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's just, that's just so fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you. I feel
1: that way too. I know you do. I <laughs> know you do. Okay, honey, keep moving. What's okay. up next? Yes.
0: Well, you know, in Psalms thirty-four eighteen, it says, "The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit." Boy, that's so true. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when He really comes to you and He goes, "You know what, man, or lady, I know what you're going through. But come on over here, just lean on me." Mm-hmm. You know. And then in Second Timothy four seven, I can say that about you know, I, I knew, uh, of course, Jean, uh, my mother in law. She, uh, she was just a light, you know, I, I loved being around her. I didn't know Teresa's dad. You know, I didn't know your mother, you know, and uh, but I certainly knew mine. And Second Timothy 4 7, I think, can describe all of them the way we've been speaking about them today. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, and I have kept the faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can see that, in Oliver,
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. I've heard my mother say that many times. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Aww. Yeah. yeah. I just poof. Yeah, <laughs> there you
0: go. Poof, here
1: come the tears. Yeah. <laughs> but these are extra soft ones. I'm not yeah.
0: sure. Yeah. But that's what I really, you know, I, I, that just kind of summarizes our our more loved ones that we, we miss so much. Oh,
2: yes. But especially our
0: parents, uh, your mother going through Alzheimer's uh, the fight that they had to go through right? and man, like you said, all my mom cared about was how you doing today? Uh huh. Yeah. You know, you yeah. don't, how's your job? Everything going? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, don't worry about me. Now I remember when I first saw her without her hair wig on, uh-huh. she came to the door. She forgot to put it on and the first time I ever saw her bald, you know, and she was, I walked in and she looked at me. She went, Oh, My my hair, I said, I stopped her and I hugged her. So don't worry about it.
2: Mm. So you're just beautiful now, you know. God only made a few perfect heads. The rest he gave hair to. (laughs) I had a a button that said that after my mom lost her hair.
1: Cute.
0: (laughs) Very cute. Well,
1: well, honey, this is not in our notes, but I did think of something that you could address to some people that are listening. For those that um, have lost someone and maybe the relationship with that parent or Mm -hmm. that individual was was uh, not that great through the years. How would you address that? What could you say to someone listening?
0: Well, you know, um, I didn't really have a relationship with my dad growing up. Um, didn't know him for many years. Yeah. Um, but thank God, you know, that I got to uh, to have a relationship with him when I was an adult. And he got to know my two boys. And, uh, but we were distant. You know, we didn't have a relationship. But I made a point, you know, three or four times a year we would get together. and and. Uh, but you know what this this is this is the thing is even though you know someone you love maybe you didn't have a relationship with them maybe you thought they hurt you or something like that growing up forgiveness is how you get past that Mm -hmm. forgiveness of that per for that person and for yourself Mm -hmm. is how then you can start that grieving process Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because without, without forgiveness it's impossible. Yeah,
1: And you've said so many times that once you got to be an adult and realized mm-hmm. your dad was giving oh, yeah. from an empty place. He was giving away what he knew. He parented you probably the way that he was parented. And so we can all look at our relationships and realize, you know, um, other, we've just said today, hurting people hurt people. That's right. And once you realize, we realize as we get older, especially with our parents, you know, they had, they had problems. Yeah. They had stuff going on. And so we realize that now, and it's been so easy for me to let people off the hook when I realize, you know, they were very troubled.
0: That's right. And I and I, forget, I was able to forgive my dad I'll before take it he personally. passed away. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, he wasn't able to respond to me, but he was able to squeeze my hand. Yeah. He heard me. And that was important.
1: Mm-hmm. Of course it was. Very important.
0: And then I came to know Jesus mm-hmm. four years after he passed away. And... Jesus just affirmed me and confirmed that act that that's what you got to do. And now that I've known Jesus, you know, for many, many years now, I've grown to love my father, my earthly father. Even though he's not here, I've grown to love him even more. Mm -hmm. Even though he's not here. Yep. Because I understand it more. I understand that, man, I've I've made tons of mistakes growing up and as a man. Mm -hmm. But you know what? That's okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Everyone has their problems. Everyone has their, their shortcomings. But that doesn't mean that you can't love them. That's right. And that they didn't love you. Yeah.
1: When Jesus say when you hang on the cross? Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. That's right.
0: And so, uh, yeah. And so if you we have a relationship. We don't know what's
1: going on with people. We don't sure. know where they've been. If you no. have a relationship
0: like, like that, you know, with maybe one of your parents or something, and you're having a hard time forgiving them.
1: And the more that your relationship with the Lord goes deeper Mm -hmm. and you understand His love and you're able to give His love away, your acceptance of people where they are gets greater because you realize the more love you have of His inside of you, then you're able to see beyond and see them the way they will be one day when they're with Him. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: it does. Mm Yes. But you know, yeah, but you know, the first step, of course, is forgiving yourself.
1: Yeah.
0: If you can't forgive yourself, then it's impossible to forgive others. So that's just a, a lesson for all of us. That's a lesson that I had to learn, and I, I'm so glad that I did. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, I do I miss my dad yeah. and I miss my mom dearly. Yes. But you know what? That's okay. I mean, they're with me every day. That's
2: right. That that's a position that's a little challenging for me mm-hmm. to understand how to relate to, and I'm sure you can testify to that as well because, both of my parents have showed a great deal of love mm-hmm. and compassion and support, and as yours did, Teresa. So, yes. I I try to I challenge myself to really understand how mm-hmm. that feels, because in in my perspective, I think. Um, we have choices. He gave us the freedom of will mm-hmm. so we can choose to, to help and we can choose to love and we can choose to better our lives and mm-hmm. we can make choices to love him and follow him and do his sure. work. So, But I, I, I think sometimes people really do struggle with if they haven't seen that carried out in their own mm-hmm. life, how do you manifest it?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the mm-hmm. thing here. You know, thank, thank the Lord that I had such an awesome mom. Because then she gave me that character, mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know, and, and she instilled in me, you know, how to be a man, even though she was a woman, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and really, you know, it's okay to cry. Uh-huh. It's okay to show your feelings, you know, and so through the love of her, you know, man, i tell you what, I, I look and i tell people I wouldn't change anything
2: mm-hmm. uh-huh.
0: because that's my story. Right. And so through that story, I've been able to, to minister to so many fatherless children over these last years, to so many single moms, you know, that, that I can empathize with them, you know? Exactly. And they say, well, I don't know what's wrong with my son. Well, well, I have a feeling what's wrong with him. I said, let's talk about it. Let's pray about this, you know? Or a little boy that, you know, I see. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. We're still here.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, ministering to these kids. Every little boy that I see that doesn't have a dad, mm-hmm. I can look at him. And I can say, you know what, buddy, you do have a dad that will never leave you, yeah, will never forsake you, right, and he always be called daddy,
1: right.
0: You know, yeah. and then, but I know what they're feeling when they go to bed at night. Yeah, right. And they still miss that earthly dad. You know, mm-hmm. and so that's part of your story. Mm-hmm. You know, Carrie, part of your story with your mom, how she suffered with cancer, breast cancer, mm-hmm. and, and how you go to these Susan J. Coleman um, uh, breast cancer walks, and and how you can 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 comfort maybe someone else who's just now going through that. You know, yes, um, the grief that you've had over these last twenty six years.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, or and not I... twenty six years, but
0: forty. I guess twenty six years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what a great. You know, I mean. What, what the devil means for bad, God turns out for good. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and I've mm-hmm. had a couple of scares myself with mm. breast cancer type issues mm-hmm. and, and the mammogram, the sonogram that go on for a half a day because they can't find out what this is or what that is. and right. And then it perspective, puts it in perspective, this is what my mom must have been feeling. And mm. then my body starts to tremble like mm-hmm. I'm having some kind of a seizure.
1: Yeah.
2: And then all I have to do is remember, always remember to look up. And I'm just, all I'm asking for, just quiet my body. Mm-hmm. I, you're going to equip me to handle whatever mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. handle. Mm-hmm. Just give me some peace. Yes. All, all I need right now is just some peace. Yeah. And instantly, instantly, all I have to do is ask for it. Mm-hmm. And I can be quiet. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter what the prognosis is going to be. It doesn't really matter what they're going to tell me. Yeah. He still knew how to comfort me in that moment. That's, the, that's all I wanted to ask that's for. That's good. You know, so then, then you experience part of what your parent did or then the realization about what our earthly life is like or where the people are coming from, and you understand. You can yeah. relate. Yes. Yeah.
1: And with you, honey, having not been saved, see, whenever mm-hmm. you were saved, you had this picture of unconditional love through your mom, and that's how we know sure Christ's love is through mm-hmm. people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how he shows it, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, so now you're
1: like, ah, oh, you had your Abba moment. Oh, ah, yeah. this is it. <laughs> I had sure say Abba right. moment instead aha, Abba. Abba. Abba, Abba. Abba moment. Abba moment. But yeah, you know, and ta- all the yeah. pieces connected and everything fit.
0: We're talking about moms today, so I want to give a shout out.
1: Mm-hmm. To moms. To, to moms. Everywhere. And Carrie's moms. a mom.
0: All over the world, uh-huh. whether you're listening to us in Europe, England, Canada, Middle East, wherever you are, we all have moms.
1: Yes. Yeah. So we're
0: giving the moms a shout out today with yeah. Carrie's awesome story.
1: Yeah. Well, we're about to wrap it up here with just mm-hmm. a couple more things. Any, anybody have anything they that has come to Jim? Just, just we haven't heard a lot about you. Oh and well, still in yes. your journey. I'm still on it. It's for yeah. it will be this way forever, as we all know until we go home yes. and be with the Lord. But like I said, if you hadn't figured it out, this podcast is really for me, I think. Yeah. In most mm-hmm. places. And I'm out there I'm with all of y'all that are spending your first holidays without your mom. Been there without my dad, mm-hmm. and that was uh, bad. And I was yeah. such a daddy's girl, but mom, it's different. It's with mom, it's a totally different thing. Not one to minimize one or the other, but this is our mom. This is the yeah. one we came out of her body. You know, it's yes. so it's just a different. It's just different.
0: Well, you're you're connected. You know, I mean, literally, literally we're connected. You know, in her womb. <laughs> And so, um, but I think, you know, some of the most beautiful things I ever saw was when Teresa and I would go see her mom. And she was, oh, she's just so sweet. I mean, she didn't know us really, but she, we would walk in and she'd smile. We'd sing You Are My Sunshine to her, and she'd, she'd love that, you know. But to see Teresa crawl up in the bed
2: mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nothing like mother's comfort. That's yeah, confusing. just lay,
0: lay by her mom and just stroke her hair and hold her hand. I mean, that's just some of the most beautiful memories you could ever have. Well,
1: and that's what I was encouraging people, that if, you're, if, you're, if you have a, a mom or a dad or someone that has this horrible, dreaded disease from the enemy, there's nothing more apparent when it comes to confusion. You know it's the enemy because mm-hmm. a disease is all about confusion, which is, which is the enemy. When I did walk in the room and my mom would light up, that was just priceless. I can remember that. Because I knew that she knew I, it, it was me. Yeah. And those times I can think back on yeah. that, and remember, wow, I really saw. She she connected to me in that way. That was very cool. You know, your very mom sweet.
0: always had this nice. she kind of cock her head to the right and had this nice little grin. And and lately I've been noticing my lovely wife Teresa. She does that. And I go, gosh, I wish your mom was here more. <laughs> you know, what mm-hmm. I mean, she looks just. I say, I wish Gene would. You know, I wish you'd be more like Gene. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know what? Um, the, the character traits that her mother gave her and her dad is priceless.
1: Thank you,
0: honey. And for us parents out there, if we can just give our kids some type of character trait, then carry on to generation after generation, that's what we're here for, really.
1: Stability. You know, we're here to to steward
0: over Mm -hmm. these children. They're not ours anyway. Mm -hmm. They're God's. So if we can instill his love in them, that's the best trait in the world you could ever give your children.
2: That's right. Well, and it, all, it doesn't only apply to your own, but it applies to their friends. That's right. Their friends and their acquaintances or just young people in general. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because as far as friends go, I remember you talking about, I was so many people at your mother's funeral. My mom, I mean, every high school friend that I knew was at my mother's funeral. Because they would come over to pick me up when I was younger to go out and do you know get in trouble whatever, and uh, but we would they would stay at at our our little apartment for like an hour and a half talking to my mom and Mm -hmm. laughing and stuff. I'm going, dude, it's time to go, you know. But they loved my mom.
1: Well, y'all lost your moms young, yeah. Yeah, we did really did. Because I was
0: thirty. I was 35.
2: Yeah. And well, you, Carrie? Yeah. Was 28. 28. Yeah, okay. so we're pretty
0: close, you know. No, wait, 26.
2: 26. 24 oh, when man. Chase was born, 26. Yeah, when you're almost mom.
0: 10 years younger than I was. Yeah, yeah, so I was very young.
2: Yeah, but like you said, alluded to, my mom grew up with us, too. She oh, was yeah. a fun mom. Yeah. We just had a lot of fun together.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. we did.
1: Okay, well, if nobody has anything else we're going to say, we're going to wrap this up. Any glaring
2: thought that you want to put out there? I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just think that people need to know that um, love is an action word, that mm-hmm. love does. Like the moms that show up for their kids and their kids' friends, it's mm-hmm. important that friends show up for each other, and that's how relationships are bonded, and we carry out and glorify God. Awesome. That's
0: awesome. That's a great way to wrap this up, and I want to personally thank Carrie for this, this uh unbelievable and awesome story that I know is can help you today.
1: Was that what Everyone you wanted to say? Was that your takeaway? Yes, that's my takeaway.
0: That's take-away. awesome. Yeah. Well, also, um, when Carrie came, uh, she got a uh, a special meal that I that I cooked just for her, and gave one for her to take to her husband as well. It's a holiday pork chop
1: and hello, Bobby. Get ready. Yeah.
2: Oh my goodness. And uh,
0: it's with spiced <laughs> apples and cranberries, uh, dried cranberries. And so, uh, what did you think about it, Carrie?
2: It was unbelievable. Okay. You talk about comfort food. Oh, that's for sure. Real comfort food to kick November off. The yeah. cool right. weather. Yes, I, yes. And I, I, need a nap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Well, we're going to
0: have fantastic. the recipe. Well, thank you. We're going to have the recipe for you guys on Facebook. Um, and so uh, we
1: like to say right now it's still scot free. Yeah, it's still scot free right it now. it's making okay. its way to our Meals with the Neils cookbook that we're going to be publishing That's in right. the near future. And
0: honey, once you mentioned uh, Carrie's uh, business that they have,
1: and you know that you know this is our first podcast to do with anyone that has a business, mm-hmm. and uh, we just thought like the Lord wanted us to let people know of other good, honest businesses out there who operate in honesty and integrity, especially service businesses. And I'm gonna let Carrie just tell y'all about theirs that they are in the air conditioning and the heating business which is huge how many people out there are always looking for oh, someone goodness, in that industry who's sure. honest and that they can let into their home when it's just the woman
2: there that they feel comfortable with That's right. what's the name of your business Carrie Arthur Hager air conditioning okay awesome. is it family owned it is family owned the business has been around since 1949 our families purchased it in 1990 My brother, Brett, is the service manager. My husband, Bobby, is the office manager, and I'm the financial officer, and our son, Chase, works with us. Okay. uh, We're a new construction and residential and light commercial, and uh, we come highly recommended by references, and we are on Facebook, and we do have a website, Arthur Hager Air Conditioning.
1: You know, I asked you when we were, we can't say off camera because we're not on camera, but (laughs) when we are prior to recording, what... What is the one thing that you want people to know? Why would I choose you over all of these other people out there, Carrie?
2: Honesty and integrity. We're a very frugal company, and um, we do things um, with people in mind. And uh, Honesty and integrity, that's all I can say, and referrals. Yeah, That's how we get recommended. Okay. I'll tell you,
0: that's a, that's a great thing to have because uh, anyone looking for, especially for air conditioning mm-hmm. and heating mm-hmm. um, um, issues in your home, Honesty and integrity is a big deal. Oh,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. You
0: know. Um, That's a
1: complicated situation. It is. It is. So, many, so many service people can just tell you things that you really don't need to have done, and we wouldn't even know. And yeah. And
0: we wouldn't do it. And yeah. so we uh, we definitely recommend yes. um, Arthur Hager
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, Air Conditioning. In
1: Fort Worth. In mm-hmm. Fort
0: Worth. And whether you're anywhere in the Metroplex, we would love you um, if you're having an issue with your conditioning. Are heating. uh, Give them a call,
1: and we will put their information up on our Facebook page. Absolutely.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Well, this has been great. Yeah. Thank you so much. Who knew that one day we would be doing something like this? We can't mention a lot of the things that we did in high school, but we can say we had fun.
0: Yeah. Great. (laughs) Nothing
1: illegal. No, (laughs) no, nothing illegal. But we had fun, and this is just something else to put in our our memory bank, Carrie. Thankfully, all these years.
0: Well, you know, today's podcast was on grief. And 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 I think that and I know that Carrie showed us through through grief, of course, how joy can take over, mm-hmm. and yeah, the joy of, of her of knowing her mother and just uh, and just thanking God that only she only had her for 26 years. What an awesome mom! I remember I remember telling my mother, "Mom, I would I would rather spend one minute with you than a lifetime with someone else." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's so true. So, true. you know how blessed Carrie is to have a mom like hers. Yes. And, uh, you know, some of you listening today um, about grief, you may be going through it right now. There may be someone in your family uh, that is maybe terminal, terminally ill. How are you dealing with it? We pray that this podcast helped you out. You know what? One great thing that Carrie was mentioning is how Jesus comforted her. hmm Do you know him? If you don't know Jesus, that's the first step to getting that comfort, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to knowing the true grieving process with the Lord of Lords and King of Kings, the one that will be with you and cry with you. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know Jesus, or maybe you've walked away for some reason, we'd love for you to come back to him today. Like we say before, when you walk towards Jesus, he runs towards you. Mm -hmm. So if you'd love to give your, we'd love for you to give your life to Jesus today. And we ask you to pray this prayer of salvation. And please know that you are saved. Please repeat after us. Lord Jesus, thank you for who you are. Lord, we know you died on the cross that you rose on the third day. Because of that cross, you say my sins are forgiven. If I ask you to forgive me from a sincere heart. Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. Lord, thank you for getting me through this grieving process. Thank you, and I give you my life, my heart, and my soul today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you all so much. And if you did pray that prayer of salvation, we'd love for you to to like us on Facebook and in the comment. Uh, We'd love for you to comment not only that you gave your life to Christ, but anyone who has listened to this podcast would like to comment on the awesome testimony and story that Carrie gave today. That mm-hmm. like would to, encourage we, her. Yes, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Because, um, like Teresa always says, if you didn't need it, boy, we sure did.
1: Yes. <laughs> and if you decide to use Arthur Hager for their air conditioning and heating services, let us know that. Yeah. We would love to know that and and spread the word about this business that operates in honesty and integrity.
0: That's right. All well, right. this has been a great Thanks podcast. again, Carrie. Thanks, love Carrie. you. Love
1: you
2: too. Yeah.
1: And until we talk to you tomorrow, honey, Carrie. On your (laughs) pre-birthday. On your pre-birthday. That's right. Keep living it up, Carrie, while...
0: Beginning again. Beginning again.